Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for how you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release, and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, we all three of us have to announce that this is going to be, unfortunately, our final episode. It was a good run, but season one has to come to an end. And next week, you will be introduced to season two. We don't really have anything special planned for the comeback uh, season. Um, but just so you know, when you start looking on um, Apple Music or Spotify or Amazon Music, you <laughs> you will see an updated um, numbering system for our new next episodes. So our, our next level of episodes, if you will. And it is an exciting time. We will we'll do our best to reflect on this episode. Um, but uh, it, in all honesty, we're just going to keep the show going. We're going to keep we're going to keep it rolling. It's going to be like nothing really happened. But to us, to the three of us, it is going to be a big deal because um, I personally can't believe that we have been doing this for a year. I'm going to introduce one of the co-leaders, Alan Mark. How are you doing? How are you feeling about us reaching our anniversary? Oh, man. Uh, I, it's, I don't know why I didn't feel like I was uh, ready for this question, but <laughs> I know it's exciting. Like, uh, it's been a really fun year. Uh, it's fun, like, doing work I enjoy researching and talking about music and i'm excited that you know get to continue doing this with y'all and that people are actually listening to us so that's really fun um but yeah if you told if if a year ago if you told a year ago chuck that you would have participated in a k-pop um um festival or you know Mm -hmm. podcast festival or show um or that you you would would have listeners all around the world he would he would agree that that was where we should be in a year because that is a he has high lofty goals for this uh this trio so um it it, it would be no surprise to it. no but it it honestly is a an amazing um surprise to at least me and I'm sure to the rest of the guys that we have come so far since our very first episode. Um, we used to, I used to live in an apartment that didn't have too many spaces, desk spaces. So I had to go record in the closet. So it's kind of funny that um, today, as we record our final episode for season one, that I am back in the closet um, in all its glory. There's a certain, like, I don't know, I feel like a, I feel like I can be a, l- a little bit louder in the closet because I'm surrounded by clothes. I don't have to worry about the echo. I, I try to stay quiet in our, you know, ever since uh, we moved because if I speak at this normal tone that I'm speaking right now, it's going to just bounce all over the place. And I, I I have no time to sound treat it. It's way too tall. It's got like 11-foot ceilings. So it's just like... Um, 
that's way too much egg crates or foam, you know. So, yeah, I I am excited to end the way we started, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. It's Steven. Um, you're you're like, I don't know. I I don't know if you uh, know this, but you're like the the most popular leader of how you can eat from that's what i've heard at least when i took a poll between alan mark and i uh, yeah 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 you are our bias. We, it was unanimous that you are our alt uh bias for this podcast but um it's it's been how has it been doing this for a whole year how has it been hanging out with us every single wednesday um how is it like collectively hour wise um like Hang, you hung out with us the, for the past year. You've hung out with us longer than we've seen you for the past like eight years. Yeah. I feel like so. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, I I mean it's just been so much fun. Uh, like why why we could have done things like this before. I we've already been where we are like like this whole time. Um, but I guess if Chuck, you were saying how like if you asked you yourself a year ago where you that if you thought we would be where we are now or like what we've done uh, I was just thinking if you asked me like five years ago when the first name <laughs> like when we had the name come up <laughs> if five years later we would have done a podcast for one year at that point I would have said like just one year <laughs> like we get us five years to get there uh, but it, it, it's I came been, up. I, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I was gonna say I came up with the best podcast name. And you guys only <laughs> use it. You, uh, you guys finally did it during the global pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, it's just helped like get me through the, that whole mm-hmm. year and get me back into something I really love. Uh, which is, of course, uh, K-pop. And of course, Talking with your two best buds. Oh, oh I mean, K-pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, we, we obviously are so grateful for each other and for uh, all of you out there listening to us. Um, whether you are listening to us for the very first time right now or you've been listening to us ever since um, KPSN, because how could you have known us before KPSN? <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah we are we are very excited for today's episode it is um it is a group we have covered before um but we are very excited to finally cover in its you know full glory um so we will do that later in this episode <laughs> but before before we do that i obviously have to show love to all the other releases that uh, came out this week. So in order to do that, I'm going to throw it to Steven, who's going to give our final season one special of the week. Ooh, wow. Uh, thank you, Chuck. That, I mean, this is a great week, I think, to end on. A lot of releases. Tough to choose um, just five. But uh, even before I get into the first one, like, I am just going to read off the names of the people who I'm not going to really talk about, but release something this week. Um, so starting off, we we had releases from uh, Kanta, 
Lightsome, Eric Nam, and then we also had Sunmi, Hoodie, Jesse, Tribe, and BB. And there were like <laughs> a bunch of others, but I, I like those two. Those aren't in uh, chronological order. They're in uh, whether they rhyme with each other. But um, yeah, so it was, there's a lot happening this week, but uh, I have a special for each day of the week. And starting off on Monday, we have someone I have not mentioned, I think, at all uh, this whole year. Um, but it's a solo artist named Raiden. Um, he's released a mini album called Love Right Back uh, with a title track of the same name, which is featuring Tail of NCT and rapper Lil Boy. Uh, Raiden is like uh, under SM. This, this album's re- released under the Scream Records label under SM. But uh, he produced every track on the album with a bunch of other songwriters. And the uh, album is also featuring uh, Xiaojun of Wavy, the rapper PH1, Mion of Idol, and Yujung of Wikimiki. So that's kind of a cool release. Um, uh, but j- yeah, that, that's uh, something there will come up again later. But moving on to Tuesday, um, a really uh, highly anticipated album. And Hypen is out with their first full-length album called Dimension Dilemma with the title track Tamed Dash. Uh, there are eight songs on the album. And was originally uh, scheduled for release in September, but following some of the members testing positive for COVID, it was pushed back, but it is out now and all all the members uh, are are fine and they're doing their promotions. Um, A lot of people were involved in this one, but just a few include um, Wonder Kid, Hitman Bang, Casiopeia, uh, people who've worked with them before. We also have Tim Tan, Anna Timgren, Adrian McKinnon, uh, E. Suran, and London Noise. Um, plus, the track Blockbuster features Yeonjun of Tomorrow by Together. Uh, so then moving on to Wednesday, we have a release from a solo artist or a member of a group, but he's this is one of his solo releases. It's Donghae from Super Junior. He's released a single called California Love. Uh, featuring Jeno of NCT. And it's a pre-release single ahead of a upcoming album called Countdown, which is uh, going to be with his subunit, um, Super Junior D&E, which is with Unyak of Super Junior. Um, this song, uh, or it was released with a B-side called Blue Moon, which is also featuring uh, Mion from Idol. So she is uh, Mm -hmm. making some connections with uh, SM in particular. Um, Mm. Yeah, not saying anything or speculating, but it's interesting uh, that she's she's getting out there, which is cool. Um, But also uh, Donghae's birthday is on Friday. So happy birthday, Donghae. (laughs) Um, uh, Moving on to Thursday... A, we have a girl group with a comeback after a while. Um, it's Black Swan with a single album uh, called Close to Me. Uh, title track is maybe called Close to Me. I couldn't find too much yet, um, but there will be at least one song on this album or a single album. 
Um, this is Black Swan's first release following their hi- hiatus that started November of last year. Um, but they have been kind of active. A few weeks ago, they were actually, uh, they performed at the Korean Culture Day in Brussels in Belgium, which is where member Fatu lived for some time. And I hope they return to Brussels uh, maybe around the end of November. <laughs> but uh, our last release is uh, on Friday from the artist who uh, released my number one album of last year. It's Stella Jang with a mini album called Stairs. The title track is called Let's Go Home. Uh, she wrote all five songs on the album, and she's singing in Korean and English. And there's even one song in French, which is called "L'amour, les baguettes, Paris." So, like a like a lightning round word association of French things. If you ask any American, like uh, love, baguettes, and Paris, I guess. But um, I, I listened to the mel- like the highlight medley, and uh, it, it's really. Really lovely sounds and like kind of just what you expect from Stella. So looking forward to that a lot. Um, but yeah, those were this week's uh, specials. Awesome. Um, I feel like K-pop and Fre- French, that's like your perfect Venn diagram right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, that's, I'm a big fan of Stella <laughs> and her YouTube channel. It's I, She's so good. I love it. Well, thanks, Stephen. Um, those are um, some exciting dishes to check out this week. Um, I feel like we have to cover one of them for an episode, right? Ooh, um, yeah. I mean, and hyphen, maybe? Maybe. Like, uh, and hyphen would be a good much. one. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after uh, we record, but uh, we got some good ones there to cover. Um, so speaking of good ones to cover, we like… Like I said, we talked about this group last year. I don't remember which episode number it was, but they have come a long way since then. I remember distinctly Alamark was waiting to be waiting for more of a um waiting for more releases to really show um more of what this group can do um and i remember i think myself i was like right from the get-go i was like oh i love this group this is a this is a weird group um so to catch us up with everything that's happened between that episode and now i'm gonna throw it to alan mark and he's gonna give us our rundown for this week's episode hello so uh yeah so on episode oh i was counting and then i stopped counting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on episode three, four, five, six. On episode seven of How You Can Eat, released on November 29th, we did discuss for half of that episode Espa and Black Mamba. And yeah, we're going over their new mini album, their first mini album, Savage Today. Uh, so uh, since I already introduced them in that episode, I was sort of initially planning on talking about uh, SMCU stuff. But uh, honestly, I kind of just want to get into talking about this album. So <laughs> let's, go. Don't have let's an, go. I don't have a bio. It's just that since 
since their debut. They came out with the single Next Level on May 17th, which uh, I'm sure you all have heard at some point in your lives in this past year. So yeah, and then now they are back. Uh, if you do want to find out what's going on in the uh, Lee Suman culture <laughs> universe, <laughs> the SM culture universe, uh, they did upload uh, some videos on their YouTube channel back in July. So I'd say check those out because those probably both explain and also raise more questions more than I could ever explain on this podcast. Wonderful. Well, I'm glad you... Um you want to get right into it because I also want to get right into it. So Savage by Espa is a six-track album. And I'm going to call it at the top of the pod. I'm not skipping any of these tracks. I don't know how you guys feel. I am listening to every single song. And I'm so excited to do a three-hour pod for this (laughs) episode because we're going to need some like in-depth analysis for each of these songs. Uh, starting with song, track number one. Uh, I, I Energy? I Energy. Yep. I have too much energy. I Energy right now. <laughs> so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transfer it to Steven so I can like kind of wind down mm. and like gather my thoughts. Um, First off, Stephen, what did you think about this track and its place in the album and just your overall feel about what this song brought? I mean, I, I thought this was a fantastic intro for the album. I thought it really kind of prepared the the palette for what was to come. Um, I love the, the sound. It sounded like sparse and futuristic. I almost, it felt like uh, like it had this primal nature to it too. Like I thought that beating drum uh, and that the refrain that every day it sounded like they were preparing for battle. And I thought that sounded so cool. Um, and then of course they gave us more of their, their worldview as the subtitles always like to call it. I, I loved that roll call and um, the exp- like the mentioning of what, their roles are and their powers. So it was, I was very excited about the song itself and then what was to come after. Um, if you haven't listened to this song yet, the, the four different um, names that they, they uh, called out were Rocket Puncher, Armamenter, Edie Hacker, and Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 That is what I heard the first time. But I have to, I have to look at it. The TikToks of, that I'm seeing too. So good. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's spelled uh, X-E-N-O-G-L-O-S-S-Y. So I yes. think it's like Xenogloss. Xenoglossy. Something yes. like that. Um, which, so yeah, I, it, it, it was just a perfect like anthemic song to just kick this album off um i was getting uh because i was trying to remember um where um like who else is in sm that can kind of deliver this kind of sound and i uh i don't think i mean you could count like the active members that is um i mean there's no okay you, you can already get a sense that this is very much 
um, in that same vein as like Blackpink, where it's like loud, um, girl power in your face, um, strong s- sounds and all that stuff, like really powerful uh, beats and drums. And so like from, from the very get-go, I was getting like that kind of feeling. And I kind of, I really liked it because it's not just Blackpink, it's it's Espa. It's like this, it, it, it was like this mix of um, analog and also digitized sounds, which which I'll bring up again in this album. And I I got very quickly, this is the sound that SM's trying to just make sure you know about for Espa. Um, I, I don't think I've really heard, like, I don't know any other groups that are trying to, like, capitalize on this sound. Um, maybe, uh, not really, I don't think so. Because... There's not so because the only only other like similar group I can think of would be like KDA, which is not really a group. It's just a collection of people being these avatars. Um, but this one, this one's very distinct. Like this is the sound that you're gonna get with Espa, and then get ready for the ride because there's more to come. And um, yeah, I just found it like super infectious just the whole way through. It's just a great. Um, a great uh, intro, to say the least. Um, Alan, Mark, what about you? Uh, I know, I know, you didn't like this album at all. So mm-hmm. super, super excited mm, to hear why you didn't like it. You know, I can't believe that you're going to make me talk about this. So uh, Stephen actually took a lot of the notes that I had, like, but I think this is probably one of the better like non-single opening tracks that we probably heard on this podcast. I think. It really truly feels like an introduction track and not just introduction to the album in a sense, but introduction to Espa as a group and individuals as well. And I thought that was really a good choice, especially because their songs before this, <laughs> they're like the singles, Black Mamba and Next Level. That was more introductions to the concept and the SMCU as a whole. But I felt like we didn't really get a chance to like get to know the girls really or get to know the, them as a group. So I like that at the very least, like they introduce them and their place in the concepts and the lore. Um, but there's like so much attitude in how they perform the the lyrics as well that you really get a feel of them as performers too, which is really cool. So yeah, lo- like it's really, really good start. <laughs> I really like this song a lot. I, I like... All, all the time, I always like just find myself being like, "Ning ning, Edie hacker, like Edie hacker, like every day." It's like that section of this and all the introductions is so, so cool. I um I I was looking at my notes. I um I know this is very surprising, but I actually wrote a a production note like. A, <laughs> The producer, I know, I know, I I usually relegate that to you guys, but I I th- <laughs> I thought this was like a very perfect contribution from uh, Youngjin for um, all the types of uh, songs produced for SM. Like this is very much a um, this is very much that same sound that you hear with other uh, productions for SM, and it's just um, I thought I thought it was a great. Um, okay, I'm gonna save this note for later. Um, but uh, I, I really think 
the arrangement and the production was um, really catered to this group. It wasn't. It doesn't feel like it was made for anybody else. Like a lot of, I will be saying this over and over again. Like this entire album, only Espa could have done because it just it it just feels very catered to them. So good on you, Young Jin. Um, yeah. You guys have anything else you want to say before we move uh, on to yeah. Um, I'm song. just going to go ahead and, and say, just like with a lot of other groups, my biases are usually the armamenter. So, <laughs> uh, I, no, no different with Espa and <laughs> I'm yet another winter bias. Ooh, so cool. An- yet another winter bias. Um, uh, I have a the, note. The, wouldn't that be Santa Claus oh. then? Wait, no, winter is winter. I'm a mentor. Winter, I'm a mentor. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah, yeah. God, Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this song made me look up what Xenoglossy is. And mm-hmm. apparently it is a paranormal phenomenon where a person is able to speak or write a language they could not have acquired by natural means. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's and I, th- I think watching the SMCU video too, she kind of speaks different languages, I think. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. I think that like it ties into this a lot. I miss talking about lore. It's been a while since I know that. Yeah. I don't even remember the last group. Maybe yeah. Luna. Probably, probably Luna. Luna. <laughs> it's probably Luna. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, would, I am probably an ED hacker bias. Oh, myself. Cool. I don't know yet what my bias is, but I'll let you know. Yeah. Before the end of the podcast, just pick one of the eye. Like, also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unreal, like, just the eye or the novice, too. <laughs> or novice. Or novice. <laughs> I love my novice. <laughs> I love it. No lines on this release, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's So that's track number one. Uh, <laughs> stick around, guys. We have way more to talk about. Stick around. Uh, um, okay, I feel like we should talk about this next song at the very end because <laughs> a lot of a lot of notes were written by me. I don't know about you guys. Um, this song clocks in at three minutes and fifty eight seconds, and oh boy, there is a lot going on in this song. And so we'll do our best to kind of break it down, uh, break down parts that we liked, and talk about the music video as well. But the lead single, the album's namesake. Track number two is entitled Savage. And um, I'll start off um, with a couple notes. Uh, Very first note that I wrote was, this is quite the song. Um, I don't know if I liked it the first time. I listened to it the second time, still didn't like it. Then as I kept going and going, I was catching all sorts of moments in this song. This is like, it feels like three songs in one truthfully and it's just such it's such a journey from beginning to end um i i okay i one word i wrote down was like revolutionary because (laughs) i think the reason why i didn't like it is because i wasn't ready for this futuristic sound i wasn't ready for something that will probably five years from now look back be like, wow, this is the origin of the sound that's happening right now or something like that. Like, it seems so, um, so uh, trendsetting. I, I don't know. I Just whatever word you want to add in there. It's just, um, 
th- this is me without even like going into like the details of all the different parts. But I, I just thought, like at first blush, this was such a, um, such a, again, great. Usually, when we talk about lead singles, we go, we kind of say like, oh, actually, I would have chosen this as a lead single. I think this is the perfect encapsulation of what Espa is about what they're going to bring, the sound that they're going to bring, the type of mood and energy and um, yeah, vocal skills and music production. It's just, this is, this is a great, this is a great song. Um, um, Alabark, what did you think about the Savage? Oh my God. Like this, again, like same thing. First reaction, I was like, oh man, I don't know how to feel. But it's also kind of exactly what I expected from an Espa song after the first two songs. Uh, but like just when I saved writing notes for this song last because I knew there's just so much to cover. So I kind of just like wrote each section, just like wrote initial reactions to it. Just like it doesn't, my notes don't make sense on this song, much like how this song kind of doesn't make sense, but in a good way. <laughs> um, but oh my gosh, this song, uh, like I'll just, I'll go here and there. I, I, I won't say everything right now, but. Favorite part, I absolutely love the pre-chorus in this song. It is incredible. The harmonies, like especially the choral-inspired stuff in the background, is so great. Uh, it highlights Winter and Ning Ning's voices very well. I think this song overall, um, at least like up until post-bridge, fits right in like their vocal pocket really nicely. I mean, not the, the bridge, uh, post-bridge, like breakdown stuff, that's just a different level maybe the next level but uh it's yeah i think they did a really good job knowing how their voices for the most part their voices fit within this song uh but yeah i don't know i probably have more but i want to hear what else y'all have to say yeah. Say it. Yeah. Say like, anything. Say anything. Stephen's flipping through pages. I know. Head. I'm looking through my notes, and I also was just kind of writing as I was listening to it. Like, it, it's not. I, I haven't learned over this past year to like go back and look at the, like what I've written down to try to organize it. But I don't even know if that would have helped too much for for this. Uh, I I did really really like this song. It, it it's. Uh, it's such a great like follow up to next level, um, but it does such a good job of creating this atmosphere um, that I, I can't picture anything else other than like the the video from it or like or like Kwangyo or their whole <laughs> universe. So it fits perfectly into their concept. But I think a lot of the things I liked were like uh, the beat. Once it kicks in, it's so cool. It reminds me of some um, some classic uh, hip hop songs like "Can I Get Open" and "Tried by 12. Like the, the, mm-hmm. those strong those strings, uh, those pluck strings. They they give me that kind of uh, sound. Um, and then I think like the first time I listened to it on with headphones, it was a big change because. I didn't hear the bass as well on like my laptop speakers or when I played on my TV. And it just sounded so huge when I first heard it. And it like gave it so much more impact. Um, it, it, I, it was just so cool. And like the so- parts of the song sound 
really big and like in it, like in this cavernous space. That it, it, I, I really love a lot about this song and the production. This is like this. This like song leaves such a like. I don't know. I I've been watching a lot of Pokemon, <laughs> nice. um, like uh, season one, season two, and every time, um, oh, I forgot his name. Rock. Who's the guy in Team Rocket? Oh, James. James. <laughs> or Giovanni. You're talking about James. Okay. <laughs> James. Every time, uh, like the the Grimer, um, shoots like the mud and like d- does like, um sludge or i forget i forget the the move that he's always uh having uh the grimer do um and then like pikachu's covered in like all sorts of like gunk and mud that's the feeling that i have after listening to this song it's like it just stays it's like this i don't know it just it's like it's super grimy in like the best way possible it's just got so much stank to it it's just I don't know. I, I think it has to do with that beat. That um, I don't know. It's just, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to like which, which figure beats? it out in my head. I know, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking of the the chorus, the the, the uh, main yeah, chorus. Yeah, yeah. So, no, no, not the chorus. Sorry, the the verses. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Not, but yeah, yeah. Like the the clanging. Yeah, like the thank, thank, yep, thank, 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 like that. That part just gives me like oh, and then like when the mm-hmm. chorus. Well, obviously when the pre-chorus hits, that's. Like you said, I'm like super beautiful, mm-hmm. and then um, and then when the chorus hits, like uh, I don't know, it just that's when it just gets all crazy, and like that's when I like start to love it even more with um with all sorts of um, I mean obviously the uh, the do 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 part is very catchy, and the give me give me more, very catchy, but then. It's this like what I think is like a wound up spinny top where it's just like Whew! Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah I don't know it was, it's just such a great like there's just so like I I want to use the word cacophony right now because that's what yeah. this song is. It's just a beautifully organized jumble of sounds and um and then uh I will I will say more for later uh, because I would love to talk about the bridge, which is my oh favorite part. Oh my god, yes. Which is I don't even know if we count it as a bridge because it's like a, a transport you into a whole different world, and then <laughs> there's a dance break. Oh god, there's so so much to the song. Okay, uh, I'll throw it back to you, Alan Mark. Oh boy. Oh okay. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, let's see. Um, yeah, I think going back to the chorus too, just the way they sound also is great. I think the second chorus particularly when Winter does a growl uh, when she uh, when she sings the word savage is it's so like, it's like, de- it comes on like deep inside that just like she's so, it feels like she's very like in the, the like the concept that they're seeing, which is really, really cool. Um, but I think is that where the 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 post chorus section with the give me give me now they throw in a lot more stuff that time than the first time I think, um, like a lot more random percussion and stuff like that um, than the first time. So I thought that was really interesting. But 
I mean, I think the bridge is probably the best place we could go to from here, unless Stephen has other notes. I that. have a couple of notes. I'm just, I just Take like time. looking at the in the chorus. There's this kind of, I mean, it might be a sample to me. It sounds like uh, a truncated like flavor flav yeah boy sample i don't know if you heard that uh, but it sounded almost exactly like that um and in that second chorus there was that one percussion it was like it sounded like the bubbles or something mm-hmm. or like those little pops that they also used in next level which i like just heard uh earlier today and i thought that was cool that they included a similar element. I don't remember if it was in the like the very original next level, but it, it's cool that they kept it here. Um, and then the other thing I just wanted to point out was I really liked Karina's uh, rap in the second verse with that mm. little like fast section, um, and also also Giselle's like entry into that second verse. It, yeah. it, it was really cool. Oh yeah, I like Giselle's first verse a lot actually. Uh, yeah, I think how she executed those lines specifically was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I prefer her like when she's a bit in her lower in her register because when she went higher in the second part of the second verse, I didn't enjoy it as much. But still, like they did a really good job with those rap verses. All right. Um... um... Sorry, I'm distracted. I'm just kind of watching the music video <laughs> while you guys are talking. And I'm <laughs> I'm listening to everything you're saying, but also getting distracted with the music video again. Uh, so let's move on to the bridge, which it just... It's like a rocket ship, I think, for me, where you there's all this buildup and then this... Like this... I guess explosion into this like a whole new world and like i i was like wait i already like the song why are you <laughs> taking me to a new place that i love even more like what's happening and it just it becomes it becomes this like magical um i mean oh god an anime Sorry. world <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, then, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm looking at the music video. We'll we'll, we'll talk more about the music video because that has that's like Lore City and like it just does everything. It just it ties in perfectly with the the craziness of the song. But but yeah, I I I will say the um the kind of like percussiony synths that's playing in the bridge. It it has like that that wonderful dreamy sound that I love that you guys know. Um, I'm all for that, and it's just a lot of a lot of uh, runs. Uh, I, I I can't pinpoint who exactly I'm thinking of right now for some of these runs, but the bridge really slows the tempo down, and then just has more of the vocals shining through. And they are such pretty vocals, and it's just such a such a re- like not relief, but a break from the song that you didn't think you needed, um, but. I don't know. It just, it just, ah, I can't, I have no words. I have no words. Um, Steven, please, please try to articulate better <laughs> for me. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll do that much better, but I mean, I thought the bridge, it was very like soothing. It provided some, some like respite from the rest of the song, like, cause I needed that kind of break. And 
it then and then watching the video like this section just makes so much sense for, mm. too like but i i loved that kind of uh chill wave sort of city pop like sound that they have on it um and then when it goes into that dubstep break it it's so it's so interesting um but i think it was ning ning who was like seeing all those like crazy high, high notes, notes yeah. at in the bridge and then winter joins later but like it's really a, a good way to show off like throughout the song we get like all the great rapping but then we got these amazing vocals too at the end so uh, it's a really nice way to show that off too yeah and i think you already talked vocally so i think instrumentally i love the little twinkles they they added in the um like in the upper register of the instrumental the uh, i thought that was a really nice touch so uh yeah all right so then after the bridge, we enter a dance break, which is almost like, um, sounds like a, a regurgitation of computers, like as if they're like vomiting all their computer bits out. It's just like this very chiptune-y, um, um, uh, I can't think of the other genre for this, for like the electronic sounds, but, but it's just... Um, they gave us a dance break. They didn't need to give us a dance break for like a song that's already good. And it's just, it's just like, it becomes, I think after the bridge, it just becomes chaotic, chaotic good, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I don't know, it just gets crazier. And I didn't think it could get that much crazier. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, um, I think I'm more, I, I, I'll, I'll probably say, more eloquent thoughts when I start talking about the music video because it, like Stephen's saying, the music video ties in so very well with um, the song and the lore that they're trying to show for it. But yeah, um, what <laughs> what did you guys think about the ending? <laughs> the uh, okay, I try to stay within just the song because yeah. I feel like I could only really relate it to the music video, uh, but just. Yeah, you, cacophony is a perfect word that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. It really is just a cacophony of sounds, but in a way that just works. And like, I feel like at this point, you expect that it something's going to happen, but you never expect what's going to happen mm. until it gets to your ear holes. And then you're just like, oh, okay, we're here now. And this is, I think my liberal words and my notes are so much happening. And <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. But it's like... It's like, I don't know. I think that's just like what I've learned that Espa is just going to be. It's just that. With a lot of like throwing in all those noises. With Ning Ning just slide noting hella high up. <laughs> yep. And Winter just like doing some diva stuff up there. Like it's... Yeah. I That's... Yeah. That's... 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 That's it. That's... That's what... That's what we're getting. That's what we want. So... Yeah, I mean that, that. That's a you've you've accurately described the ending with that. Um, Steven, was there anything you enjoyed about the ending besides uh, it being such a beautiful mess? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I like that the song was kind of long. I mean, it just yeah. it didn't end right away. Like sometimes after the break, you'll get like, I guess this was just a chorus, but it felt 
like it was just kind of lingering there. And I, I really like that. And, um, yeah, it is hard to separate now from the video though. But yeah. I, I just, yeah, I loved all of those sounds that were just thrown at you. It was really great. Okay, it sounds like we want to move on and start and start talking about the music video because this video is just as long as <laughs> the song and there is a lot to go through. There's a lot of lore that happens. Um, only when I started looking at the lyrics for the song did I realize that this is the song is entirely lore. Um, so let's let's just kind of start at the beginning, guys. Um, I don't know. Are where? What kind of world are we in? Like, it seems like it starts off in a desert, I think, um, and then they kind of get into the digital world like right away. Um, I do. You, do you guys make any sense with the setting that we're in, or it's just really pretty um, digital backdrops? I guess I don't know. I I, I didn't really pick up on anything setting wise. Um, I just started. All I could think of was, for me, it was Destiny 2. Or just Destiny because um, the there's a lot of these giant portals that happen. And you have to cross through it to enter different realms. So that's what I was thinking when I was watching all this stuff. But you really get to see, um, one, a lot of different costumes, a lot of different outfits. Um, but two... two you get a lot you get a lot of um like full body shots of their uh their avatars or not avatars their is that what we're calling them avatars eyes i forget what call, yeah we can say <laughs> we call them eyes yeah. <laughs> with their their eyes yes um so yeah that's let's just start off there what what did you guys um how about this did you did you guys think this was a great music video Let's just start there before we start uh, going in depth. Like, was this what you were imagining? Or was it something else and you liked it even more because of that? I don't know. It, just posing that question to you guys. I feel like it's definitely on pace with their past two music videos. It's so, it's a little bit like, yeah, like when I, when I pressed play and saw it go, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is, this is it. This is, it, this is what I expect out of Espo music videos in a way. And it's like, I kind of just assumed that now we're just forever like going to be in Kwangya. So that's, mm. that's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of the same thoughts. Um, but I, watching it, I was just re- so like blown away by how high quality everything looked. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just, I mean, it had to come from a big company like SM and like it, it I think that just a lot of credit has to be given to everyone who worked on it. It's just, it, I thought, it, like, I thought it was really an achievement in, in K-pop music videos or in music videos in general. Just wow. uh, yeah. certain parts of it too, uh, it, it felt cinematic to me. Like, in the way they're telling a story, it, it really worked. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really get some of the sets. I, I figured mm-hmm. that some of them were just like, they're in this digital space, so they have things to look like it. The one that like looked the most that made the most sense was the one with the big eye, but like in terms yeah. of the the story. But I guess everything was just like here's a digital thing. <laughs> yeah. 
I uh, to to kind of piggyback off you, Stephen. Like there were a lot of set pieces to this um, music video. We have kind of like a. I'm assuming they're just dancing on a green screen, um, but they have like the digital department for SM must be like loving loving this group for all mm. the stuff that they get to do because we we see we see like the full um the full avatar is like dancing alongside them and i was i i couldn't help but compare it to kda a little bit for that performance at the um mm. the internationals or whatever like that it felt very much like they used the same they just got right to make them uh some some 3d models for them but I kind of, I don't know. I kind of, I liked it because it's not like you would all, you see a lot of Espa in this music video and like um, you see them trying to like tap into the their avatars as well. Um, and there are glimpses where they get to be joined, but for the most part, it's, it's Espa. And like I want to talk about, uh, because I remember with a comment for Black Mamba, I, I was saying that I, I enjoyed like their choreo. I enjoyed like how how f- I forget I forget what the choreo for Black Mamba was that I pointed out, but I remember liking it. But this choreo, like I, I hate to use the next level pun, but it it is truly a next <laughs> level for for me with Espa. And it's just there's so much going on. Um, there's a lot of like tutting um, in certain segments. There is. Um, a lot of um, I can't I can't think of a group that does this kind of movement, but um, the movement where they're like they're kind of like squatting and yep. then like their legs are spread and then they like kind of bring their knees in and out, like that move is great. Um, and the like the little like do 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 like movement. Oh, I also love the little like head little the, oh, head touch moment. So yeah, the head not so, so good. good. It's so good. Yeah, I I just. Yeah, just like just like the song. I I don't think I can just go in mm-hmm. chronological order because I need to just jump around because yeah. I'm like remembering, I'm catching new things every time I watch this music video. But yeah, but yeah, um, the point on it's the, a free, it's a free for all, guys. Yeah, yeah the go point ahead and talk the, about on the head part. I th- I especially like that. I love that they put Winter in the like sort of front center for that part because I feel like her bob haircut bounces yeah. so perfectly yeah. when they do that. The the first uh, give me give me now give me now t- 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 like the way it goes with her head it's like everyone's got that vine of that of that person with like i don't know if like with the wig and they're just like going back and forth like that and it's just <laughs> yeah, the hair's yeah, yeah. bouncing back and forth but, like eating chips vacuuming on a rug mm. <laughs> like that's what it reminds <laughs> me of and i love it <laughs> so yeah. good. i feel like whenever that part came up i would watch winter but then Whenever the chorus came up, I feel like I was always drawn to Karina like doing mm. that, like that that one like the thing with the knees. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I I also like tried that, and it's it's like it's hard. Difficult. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. She yeah. her knee goes so far down when she does the 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 twi- like the twist or bend on it. It's yeah, she's she's uh, such a good dancer. It's ridiculous. Yeah, even like subtle things like in the first verse, like. There's like a part where like she switches her head between her arm, like which side of her arm, and mm-hmm. like it's so fast. I'm like, whoa. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it makes sense. She was like paired up with Taman in one of his music videos, so she's got to be at some sort of next level. 
<laughs> she also has that like there's like this hand twirl movement at the end. Yes. It's during like that the dubstep break. And that was that was really cool. I don't think anyone else does it, but no. yeah, it, it's really cool. Um but I feel like some common parts of Espacorio is like a lot of stuff low to the floor, or like they use different levels, like mm-hmm. especially in Black Mamba and then Yeah. But it, it's like a noticeable thing that they do in each of their lead singles. Love it. Um, okay. Uh, wh- where can we go from here, guys? Uh, um, I mean, I want to go, I want to talk about the bridge again because I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, with, we're gonna, when they finally talk. meet novice face to face, I guess. Yeah. And she sends them forth and it just turns into an anime. And it's like, what? Wait, now they got I, animated yeah. versions of themselves too. <laughs> but in like the aesthetic of that animation, like, fits them perfectly too. So I was like, it doesn't feel out of place, even though it's a completely different visual. Yeah. I like it because it's like Korean anime. It's not like like what you normally think about Mm. with Japanese anime. It it was giving me some like... um, Oh gosh, I can't think of the the Nickelodeon show. Oh god. Avatar? No, 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 not Avatar. Sorry. No, there's a Nickelodeon show that... Maybe it's like totally spies or something. Oh like yes, that. yeah, that is exactly it. Yeah, it's totally yeah, yeah, spies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's what it's reminding me of, which is kind of fun. There's a little, there's a couple moments that are like very like, you know, Sailor Moon esque mm-hmm. with like the transformation with the, um, but yeah, I <laughs> like like the song. I did not expect an anime bridge break at all, um, but it's just, it's yeah. It's great. Yeah, I'm I just trying. I'm going over it right now. I see there's the butterfly guiding them. I guess through the portal. I, um, I really loved um, with how like I, I felt like it was like the so- really soothing part of a song, and then they had just those petals falling, even though yeah. it's just this digital like wasteland. But then they get transported to this amazing new place of beauty. It, it was so nice. Oh, yeah, I th- even in the main like dance scene, like room, yeah. it turns from green to pink. And yeah. I that was a, a pink and lavender, and I thought that was a cool touch. It's like yeah. changing with the how the the textures of the song, like the visually, it really matches. Do we do we want to still stick to the bridge, or do we want to um, talk about the da- the the dance break, or um, go back to a certain segment? Or do we want to just do um, a, a live Twitch stream of us just <laughs> reacting to this music we should, video? We should, I think we should do that. At some, <laughs> yeah. At some, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll um, uh, we'll save we'll save our like more in depth music video talk when we do a a live reaction oh, to it. But I do have a uh, favorite outfit. Okay, go. I'm I'm curious what y'all are. Oh, what y'all are. me. Oh, uh, it, I I picked one of Winter's. It's kind of it's a pretty simple look, but it's like the blue and green with the that like black skirt and uh, like with the gun. He, when she's it, it's the like gun? in the earlier with the with all those like smoke wisps like around her. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, okay. I really like that one. Um, but I do really appreciate uh, Giselle's Pantera T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like um, it. I forget. It kind of reminded me of like a um, 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's, it's not. I can't ever think of it right now. But whoever is wearing like what reminded me of what somebody from the like Kingdom Hearts would wear. It was like the. That's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. There was, there was. Who was? It? Wait, I have to go back in the music video. Um, but yeah, uh, um, I can't think. I can't find it right now. But. But yes, you're right. Um, favorite outfit of mine, um, I think it's when they're in the uh, like the digital pink room and they have all the fun like futuristic goggles. Um, again, I don't remember. I just like the, the everyone's outfits. I don't have a real mm-hmm. standout. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what about you, Elmer? Uh, I think it's either one of these from Giselle. Uh, Steven mentioned the first one, the Pantera outfit one, but the Pantera shirt one, but particularly those like chaps. Are they chaps yeah. that she's wearing? Those are dope. But also in the oh, in that's the, what I'm thinking of for the yeah. Kingdom Hearts. So yes. there you go. Thank you. Yeah, and then uh, but I like. I think this is one I probably like more during the breakdown. Um, they were like similar outfits, but they're slightly different. Like she has, I think, another pair of chaps, but they're like much different. And their entire outfits like navy blue, but the ends of the sleeves and in the pant have like a lighter blue that look like waves. I l- that outfit is dope. I like that one a lot. I mean, you got to give it up for these like the tassels that they wore at the okay. very end. Mm-hmm. Or like the just the, the different colored. Like it just like the moves they were doing just for them like fluttering up and down. So good. Um, uh, I don't know what else to talk about. It's kind of like. I think there's too I'd much rather, to talk about. I'd, yeah, I'd rather our listeners just go ahead, go and watch it because it's just so. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good one. I think one thing I really liked was well in in energy <laughs> energy the song uh, they list off their roles and then we we see them like I think we see three of them pretty clearly like. Winter's got the guns. Uh, Karina has Punches her the bullet. rocket punch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Ningning does something with that screen. So she's like hacking does something. something with that screen. But then, um, oh, like she she does. Butterflies are like, I guess, something with her. Uh, oh, yeah. But then I think it was a little harder to show or like, I don't know if they, Giselle. what they should. I know they Giselle. can't put Giselle in the classroom again and <laughs> talk yeah. to the professor <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, hers is hard. I mean, she wrapped English words too. With I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it would be. I would like expect every video to have to like take at maybe one or two, if not everyone, like mm-hmm. just to show these abilities more. And it, it, if we're not gonna always be watching like the other content they make, at least the videos, I would think would like keep more casual fans like wondering what's going on. Yeah. I think I'm going to choose Karina right now. That's just gut mm. feeling. Karina bias. All right. Um I'm sure we'll talk more about this music video some <laughs> at some other point. Maybe in a for the golden spoon or golden tongs, who knows. Um, but, uh, we do have more songs to cover for this album. We'll do, it, we, it sounds like we, we should do a live react because it's just, 
it's I think it'd be better for you to see what we're talking about while we're talking about what we're talking about. So um, we'll save it for that. But that was track number two, Savage. We have one more song to cover before we take our break. And um, yeah, it's track number three, I'll Make You Cry. So Alamark, um, why don't you go, why don't you start us off? Yes, yeah, so this song, I, there's really just one part I really want to talk about in this song. And I think it's pretty clear, pretty obvious which part that is. And that is this incredible, incredible chorus. It's so good that I feel like it overshadows like the rest of the song. But it just, it punches so perfectly. And like every time I hear this song, I always want to rewind it just so I hear that every time. Uh, like that, it comes in, the I make you cry. The cry hits mm-hmm. right on like this E flat minor chord with the harmony that I think it's an E flat minor. I like rewound it so many times to find each of the notes that they were singing. And I'm pretty sure it's an E flat minor. Mm-hmm. It sounds so good and also somehow discorded. Maybe there's like an overtone that you hear that sort of affects it too, which is cool. Um, and then in the couple lines after that, when they add the variation where the melody descends, they add the lower uh, octave too. It's uh, it's gorgeous. It's so beautiful. It's so good. And the fact that all the percussion except the snare drops out at that time too. So just synth, siren combo after that. It's the, the chorus is. I can like I always <laughs> want to listen to it. I rewind it every time. I listen to this song. I'm like, I want. I wish this chorus happened sequentially for like ten minutes, so I could just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, where do, where can I go? Um. Okay, the the notes that I was saying that. Um, uh. Okay, I said that this song stays at. 11 the whole time um energy wise uh, except for the bridge obviously that's that's a whole different thing um but i really enjoyed how loud how loud in your face that this song was it it not necessarily um it's not necessarily the same comparison I like to Stray Kids, but that same kind of feeling that I got when listening to Stray Kids, I was getting with this song. It just it's just a lot of um what's the what's a good way to describe it? Like I don't know, just very noisy noisy pop, I guess. I don't know. Um that's what I got with this song. And um again, you guys are proud you'd be very proud of me. I know this is a Kenzie track. Yeah. Um, and this very <laughs> much is a Kenzie song. Like it has her like style written all over it. I couldn't think of a um song specific, maybe Monster, I don't know. Uh could maybe an NCT song. I couldn't think, but it 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 was giving me that same of that same vibes as well. Um like a lot of production, a lot of instruments, a lot of notes all over this place. Um, sirens, percussion. Um, it's just a, it's a very, it's just a nonstop energetic song. Um, energetic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a non-stop energetic song. Okay, uh, Stephen, please. Please save me. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start at something I really like at the beginning. I mean, it comes in mm-hmm. with this really kind of dark sound. And then that sh- I thought it was a really cheery harmony when they say, you won't get me this time. But mm-hmm. it was a very like, pleasant sounding harmony. And then it goes back into being dark. I thought that was really cool. Um, and then where it reminded me of Stray Kids was with like some of those video game sounds yes. in the beat, which is really cool. I I think that on the Stray Kids album, there was one song that had it. I forgot which one. Um, but then, yeah, I really love the chorus too, especially in that part where like half of the line is sung by one member and then the other member sings the second half. It's It sounds like a call and then it's not really a call and response, but it's like, Start and finish. It's really cool. Um, and then, of course, I did really love that bridge. So pretty um, with those ahs. Yes. Like they're like the three times. It, it's so so good. I love the dreamy synths in that bridge. Also, yeah. like um, again, it reminds me every time we it, there's like a s- string of them or like a. Like we keep hearing these like galactical sounds, um, this very like spacey mm-hmm. um, bridges, and I'm, I'm finding that I just love bridges. That's like my favorite. I don't know um, how it is when they produce these songs, but I'm sure they're like, okay, we go super hard in the song. What should we do for a bridge? Let's just like let's just fly to space or something. So I really appreciate that. Thank you, Kenzie. Mm-hmm. I looked your name up for this song. And that's all. I only wrote the just just savage. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know if I wrote savage. Just the first song and the third song. That's all I know. Those are the only producers I know. Mm. I'm sure there's a ton of others that I should be naming for the other songs, but we'll get yeah, into that. I, yeah, we'll, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll please. Have some notes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't. Again, um, I if if I had to rank it, I think this. I think I'm, I'll make oh, you yeah. cry is my least favorite on the track. Um, it is, yes. Um, I think you'll you guys know what my favorite track is. It's very obvious. It's very obvious. <laughs> yippee, yippee. Um, uh, but I, I, and that's not to say that I don't <laughs> like this track. Again, like I said, I love. I also, I too love the chorus and. Especially love the bridge, but I I think it's because I've been listening to a lot of the noisy stuff lately that I I needed a break from it. Um, but that yeah, um, that's all I have to say about this track. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? I'm good. I'm I think yeah I I'm good too. It's just I it's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was side A of. Espa's Savage. When we come back, we will talk about side B. Um, sorry, the B side. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> that was the A side. And we're going to talk about the B <laughs> side when we come back from break. Brains all the way in Kwangya. <laughs> Stupid Kwangya. <laughs> um, it's the black mama inside my brain. Um, so uh, when we come back, we will talk about that. And we will also have a game from... Alan Mark, I remembered it correctly this time. 
Um, so stick around. Uh, we will be right back. Alright, we are back. Welcome to the B-Side. As you know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by Alan Marks. So I'm going to throw it to him and he's going to let us know what Steven and I are going to play. By the way, sorry, before we do this, I forgot to mention this. Before we do this, um, what a great season one. Full of games, full of fun games. Who would have thought... A year ago, we would still be playing games. And we will <laughs> definitely still be playing games going into season two until we can no longer think of games to play. It it amazes me the fact that we are able to find new games to play every single week. Sometimes we bring it back, but like, you know, with a little twist. So thank you for sticking with this horrible idea to keep this going for uh, <laughs> for for a year. Um I will say I do have the final tallies outside uh, of um, outside of today. Today, um, so I will say it does not matter <laughs> whether Stephen and or I will win. The winner of season one is without a doubt, without even a question, it's Alan Mark. So wow. just to go over real quick, I had eleven wins. Steven had 14 wins. And Alan Mark, you are in first place with 17 wins. So you were very close. (laughs) You were very close, Steven. And it's it's kind of perfect that you end on 17. Um, so that's pretty cool. So (laughs) (laughs) so congratulations, Alan Mark, for winning season one. Um, but we still have one more game to play. Yes. So uh, let's just, let's, for, for bragging rights between Steven and I, let's see, how about this? Whoever wins this game takes second place. Oh. Wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you're like, no. No. All right. All right. Well, it doesn't really matter. I was going to yeah, play well, all you, re- you already got second place. But um, how about this? <laughs> okay. Whoever wins this week's game... Um, gets to, um, I don't know. Uh, how about this? Uh, I don't care anymore. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who, whoever wins this game gets to gloat about it for the rest uh, of the episode. How about that? Okay. Okay, cool. Perfect. I won't, I won't play my subs then. <laughs> I'll play my, 18, <laughs> my A game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My I game. <laughs> Your I game. All right. Alan Mark, take it away. All right. Well, All You Can Eat does present a quick bite. As usual, I found a way to make a quick bite out of Esmos and stuff. <laughs> Barely. Is it real? So we've done a few <laughs> is it reals on the next level. So let's 
Let's get wait. wait. Can can we uh can we just talk about like how you found this font? Yeah. Is it the is it the same font that they use for Espo's uh, logo, or is I it a very I'm, similar one? I think a fan made it because I found it on Twitter. Yeah, they did a good it's job. Incredible! Too. It's great. No shout. Oh, I should have saved the tweet. Do you remember? Oh, shout out to them. I, I know. So I was gonna say. Okay. Well, no. we'll uh maybe if we remember, we'll uh we'll tag it to the uh, yeah. To the episode announcement, but fantastic job to whoever made this. Fantastic. Yeah, it looks great. Um, I could probably just find it from uh, just searching Espa font somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's just at Espa font. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm kind of upset that you didn't turn the eat into eight. How you can eight. Uh, oh, you're right. Okay. All right. We'll come back. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have you redo it later. Yes. All right. All right. Well, anyway, take it away. This is—is is it real on the next level? Okay. What is real and what is I? We continue to blur the lines. So take the time to determine: is the following images food <laughs> real or fake? So basically, I'll just show you a picture of food, and then you have to just say: is it real or is it I? Um, yeah. So you could write it down, keep track. There's. I don't know how many there are, <laughs> Just, uh, but send me uh, what, yeah, if you think it's real food or fake food. Okay. Let's go for right. second place. All right, so ready? All right, this one, real <laughs> or I? <laughs> wait, wait, when you say, is it real, like, are you saying is, is it, it an is actual? It, is it actual food or is it uh, computer generated? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You could you could say real or fake when you send me the answers, or oh. you could say real or I. It's up to you. Okay. I'm ready. I'm good. Okay. Uh, well, I have an answer. Here you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. All right. Here's the next one. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. You're tricking us. Oh okay. no, okay. Why is the plate the same as the first one? The first one looks so real. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right, number four. Oh, come on. <laughs> Where are you getting these pictures? <laughs> it doesn't help that the, the image is, is slightly blurry, so I can't tell. You, I can't yeah. tell any of the polygons or anything. Holy crap. Oh man. Hmm. Now I feel like I'm in a video game. Okay. All right, that was number. Wait, what number was this? That was number four. Oh, All right, so number five. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so far. God, this instrumental is so good. 
I don't know anymore. All right. I don't know. Should we move to number six? Yeah. What is this game? <laughs> okay. All right. Number seven. Oh. Wow. Oh my God! Now, now this looks so real that the first one looks not real anymore. Yo. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I can't believe I thought of this game. <laughs> I mean, it, oh the problem God. is like, is the food real and everything else is fake, you know? So it's just like, I just don't know. Okay. All right. Let me know when you're ready to move on. I am. Okay. I'm ready to move on. Okay, okay. This eight, I think. Yeah. I don't know how many more are left. Oh, I hate you so much. Ready? Uh, I'm ready. Okay. This might be the last one. Oh. God. I do not like. My, the order of my answers. <laughs> I don't. Okay, so I I'm. This is it can't be. It can't be like this. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it really cannot same be way. this way. No, no, I'm I'm just gonna. <laughs> it could help. I, I I'd be better off just alternating each question <laughs> than so. what I than I what I ended up. Then what I have? Yeah. <laughs> better chance. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Uh... Let me confirm that this is the last one. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to look at any first? Uh, you want to go back I don't think any? it'll help. Maybe what, like, really quickly? Could you just run through each of them? Or, okay, okay. All right. First one. Okay. okay. <laughs> confident with this one. Not confident with this one. Okay. Three. Four. Six. <laughs> Seven. Eight. And nine. Oh, man. Okay. Should I All change right. it? Okay. Uh, Please provide your answers. I will. Okay. I... <clears throat> I do have a tiebreaker, too, just in case. Honestly, the tiebreaker is really dumb. <laughs> I, I am not confident in this, but we're here. Oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> I need to I mean... give you all the answers. There's no way, but 
Grayish area. Grayish. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, did you send the rest of yours yet? Oh, okay. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> I love your thing. I love both of your thinking with these answers. Let's get into it. You timed that perfectly. <laughs> oh, nope. There we go. <laughs> All right. So this first one, it's uh, like avocado toast with an egg on top, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, this one is real. Oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Cool. Wait, what? Oh, no. Okay. All right. Next up. It's there you go. Whatever this is, <laughs> some beef stew. Maybe. Yeah, some sort of like yeah, beef stew. Potatoes, something. broccoli. Yeah. It is uh, I uh, not real. All right. Next up, this uh, katsu. Also fake. Okay. Or I. <laughs> yeah, it's fake vegetable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was the giveaway. All right. This one, fish. I'm not sure. This one was hard. This one looks real. It is I. It is fake. Okay. I think for me, it was the sauce. Mmm. Like too perfect. Weird oil. Yeah, yeah. Mmm, interesting. All right. Number five. Also fake. Ooh, okay. Yes. It's the right. lemons. The lemons. Gave it the away. It's the lemons for me. All right, this piece of toast. <laughs> oh, this is tough. I went back. I went back and forth with this one. It is fake. Uh, <laughs> you betrayed me. <laughs> toast. How could you? All right, whatever this is, I forgot what it's called. It's fake. <laughs> okay. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh, the leaf looks so, like, real. Okay. All right. These uh, muscles. Real. <laughs> oh. And then lastly, this lamb. Mm. Or, I'm pretty sure it's lamb. Looks like lamb. It's real. Oh, let's nice. go. So let's go. Totalizing the scores. <laughs> Steven, you got six. Let's go! Chuck got all of them right. <laughs> yes! I win! I get second place! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck got all of them right. Uh, so I don't know if you realize at some point, but all of the the fake ones all came from Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> it looked like, yeah. They, yeah. All came from Final Fantasy 15. So. Um, out of all of these, the uh, the first one, the egg, the toast, that is actually a, a rendering they used to create the CGI when they were making the game. Like that's like real uh, food they made, and then they like took pictures of it to help render the the C in CGI. The last two were like fans remaking the food from the game. Oh, so, wow! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good job, Chuck. 
Yeah. Well, Have we gotten a perfect okay. score ever? I think so. Oh. Chuck, um, you did get close with the Brave Girls game. I did oh, get close to the Brave Girls game. You got like six game. in a row. And then yeah. If you got, if you just switched the last two, you yeah. yeah. perfect too. All right. Um, we're not going to do a tiebreaker because it's really dumb, but just to show what it actually was, I would have had you, I was going to show seven letters on the screen and then I was going to give you okay. 10 seconds to think <laughs> of as lost. many foods as uh, that start with those letters as possible, like within those 10 seconds. So at most seven, but 10 seconds is hard to think of seven pieces of food, but the letters would have been K-W-A-N-G-Y-A. <laughs> 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 This is Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I'm just blanking out on any of those letters yes. right now. But, yep, All that's right. it. Wow. What a fantastic way to end season one. I could uh, not do an, a, one last quick bite. I had no idea those were from Final Fantasy 15. I was trying to... Wait, were they from 15 or the... Four, the no, 15. Final, it's the one oh, where, 15. Yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah, where the one, one of the guys cooks the food and it always looks hella good. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Because I, I mean, that's why I was like second guessing myself. Because I was like, okay, it's the same backdrop, but one of them looks fake, so they all must be fake. <laughs> that's right. But that toast. Uh, if you see, <laughs> you see number six on my thing. Uh, number six. I went back and forth. I was like, nah. that that toast looks too real. <laughs> The I moment went, I saw the picture of the toast, I was like, oh, that's it. That's the one. That's one I definitely have to throw in here. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that game, Alvin. That welcome. was a fantastic ending. Uh, okay. Well, final totals. 17, Alan Mark. Steven, 14. Chuck, a surprising double-digit 12. So, good on <laughs> you, Chuck. <laughs> I thought I was going to get only… Double digits. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I thought I was gonna get only like five games out of a. I thought I was gonna be stuck in the single, but um, I'm glad we have a year year's worth of games for me to catch up on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going down next next season, Al Mark. Probably. I'm getting stronger. <laughs> <laughs> K-pop wise, I am. Uh, I'm remembering things. You got on okay. the next level. You would say, yeah. Oh my. All right, let's finish this uh, fantastic. Episode, oh yeah, this guys. is for sure going to be two hours long. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's We're okay. truly in. It is the end of the season, but we are in uh, early <laughs> mid- to mid-season <laughs> form. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, okay. Um, let's move on to the B side. Um, track number four. I thought it was yep yep with exclamation points this entire time until today <laughs> when I realized it's yeppy yeppy. Uh, so, um, Stephen, why didn't you start us off this time? Okay, uh, I I really like this song. It was it's one of my favorites on the album. Um, I I had a lot of notes. I but the the way I just want to describe this is it's. A, it's a delirious joyride of a song. <laughs> it, it it doesn't let you catch your bearings, and it, there's so much happening. Um, and I just found like I, it was so fun to listen to every section. Like it starts off, it it gives us that synth bass 
that drives off or drives the song for a lot of it. And then we got like this percussion, like as I introduced all this percussion throughout the verses. And then it's a really quick pre-chorus into this really uplifting tone in the the chorus. So I, I so enjoyable to listen to. And I liked this is it's like a upbeat kind of self love song that had a nice message to it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What, what, what else do you guys have to say? I'll have, I'll have more. But. Um, I thought this, this was very much like, I didn't think this song would come out from this album and I'm very happy that it did. Uh, it was, it was a really fantastic dance song. There were so many different genres in this song alone. There was um there was a house, there was like trap, there was synth wave going on. It was just if if there we keep I I Mark and I used it for our discussion about Savage, but it really is this album is a true cacophony of just all sorts of sounds being mashed together. And that's what this song was. It was just so fun and bouncy to me. The middle part was just so crazy with like the, the I don't know, the bouncing synth and all the video gamey sounds being fired off left and right. Um, I was trying to pinpoint what this song reminded me of. Um, I couldn't really think of an exact song, but it reminds me of like an FX song. Mm. It reminds me of an Itzy song. It reminds me of... Uh, uh, who else could this remind me of? Maybe Red Velvet's Red Side kind of song. Um, all sorts of things. Basically, it's an SM song. <laughs> it's very much an SM song. Um, but yeah, it was just... Like that, that's, um, I, I will have to agree with you as well, Stephen. The B side is my favorite side. Um, again, all the songs are fantastic, but I think these final three songs are my top three. I, I don't have a placing it, but, um, Yeppy Yeppy is definitely there on that list. It's just so, it's so great. Um, okay, throwing it to you, Al Mark. Yeah, I, y'all hit a lot of the points. Uh, when I first saw the tracklist come out and saw that this song was uh, written by Coach and Sendo, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm excited to hear this one particularly. Uh, and then also to see that D's and uh, I think you pronounce Is it Say? How do you I pronounce think that? it's Say. Say, like, yeah. Former uh, uh, member of the girl group Evol, which is really cool. Um, helped co-write this. But yeah, and I was like, I had... I kind of didn't know what to expect out of, even though Coach and Sendo, we've heard a bunch of stuff from them. But yeah, I, I, just, told, I totally wrote those names on my yeah. notepad too. Uh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's like I knew this is the one I had to look out for, and I was not disappointed. It is such a blast to listen to because it's such a blast of different sounds that uh, is great. The I love the dance house style particularly, and that one. Like the chorus, especially, particularly reminded me of Robin and her music, oh. um, which I really enjoyed. I, I like that a lot. So, yeah, it's uh, especially the choice of synths and that bouncy, like, bass synth as well. Um, but I love that, like, it's followed by, like, that very, like, just percussion vocal, like, like, that's, it feels so playful, which is really nice because everything else, like, especially preceding this, was so, like, badass. Uh, from Espa, 
so it's nice hearing a more light, fun sound from them. But it's still very edgy. Still very, like, has a lot of attitude, especially with the delivery of the second verse. So, yeah. The, the producer that I was thinking of, like, I was just thinking, like, Brave Brothers... And or mm, yep. kind of just gen- in general, especially in the chorus with those synths, that seems like something, or that's just like the uh, effect or influence of Brave Brothers in, in K-pop. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, lots of really cool other production stuff, especially in the second verse. We got like a drum kit samples or like, yes. A, yes. like a real drum kit. That was really cool. Uh, just the synths there, like those low brass hits, it all came together in, mm-hmm. in a really cool way. Um, but again, there was this really, really smooth bridge too. Mm-hmm. And it was really pretty. Um, the drums in this section were really great. And as well as like the, all the vocal harmonies. I w- When I heard it, I just like went back to, because we listened to Sticker so recently and just the first four songs on that, they all had really smooth, amazing bridges. And I couldn't help what what I wrote was that that there's something in the SM water and it keeps flooding <laughs> these bridges. <laughs> <laughs> SM water tastes like water. Sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Oh my. I guess I guess Red Velvet and Luna don't own bridges. I guess I guess Espa has the, co-owns the bridges along with them too. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go back to your notes, Stephen, about Brave Brothers. I think this album as a whole is a good. It's it's retro in the like second gen sense, not in like the disco mm-hmm. um, funk sense. It's retro because it takes this song very much reminds me of uh, second gen. Um, and it's but at the same time they it's like the the Bruno Marsified effect of it where it takes a familiar old um recognizable sound but then brings it to the modern times um and i think this is what that album again it, there's a lot to there's a lot of ways to describe this album but for me that's one of them it's just um marrying second gen sound with i don't even think it's i mean i guess you can say fourth gen but I would say it's even farther out than that. It's like very futuristic. Um, future gen. Future gen, yes. Uh, yeah, I and yeah, that's for me. That's a way, a, a fantastic way to describe this song. Um, yeah, and that bridge too. Uh, number um, I gen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. What else can we talk about this? There's just so many like elements that remind me of songs I've heard before. I just it's it's like driving me crazy. I can't think of the song right now in my head, but it's just it's 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 all it's just a very like pleasant sound that I'm that I've loved in the past and still love today. So Yep, good song. Mm-hmm. Um what a, uh do you guys have anything else to close out with? Yeah. The all second right. verse is quite oh. uh, the when they bring in all those new sounds though, like oh, the boom, yeah, bump, like that. That's yep. cool. Like, yeah, and then the wood block to yeah. sounding thing in the I pre-chorus is also my favorite, probably my favorite instrumental part. But <laughs> yeah. do, when when they were making these songs, do you think they were kind of like 
just reaching in like the closet for like any instrument that they can record yeah. and they just started layering like over and over just to see if it fits and uh, ended up every single thing fit for the I'm song. I'm imagining them like opening up a closet where it's just packed with instruments like and oh, it falls everything out. comically falls on top of it. It's yeah. like Monica's closet <laughs> yeah. like Monica's closet. Uh, I was going to say like the Crat yeah. Brothers didn't they do that in their show like uh, when they got yeah. their gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that works too. Yeah. All these people with full closets. Um okay. Uh, you guys ready to move on to track five? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I see on oh, I see O N I C track number five, iconic. Um, this is. I've been bouncing between. Obviously, my favorite song is "Lucid Dream," but I've been bouncing back with this song. It's been overtaking. It's been like neck and neck for me because I. I don't know. There's something about this song that I just love so much. Um, but I won't start the discussion. I'll save it for later. Um, mm-hmm. Alan Mark, um, can you kick us off for a discussion of Iconic? Yeah. Um, so I kind of feel that this song is sort of the opposite of I'll Make You Cry in that here the chorus I feel like is the least memorable part of the song. And everything else stands out more than the chorus, I think. Especially that... Uh, that really dreamy sounding pre-chorus, which I really enjoyed. Um, so delicate, so bright, especially with how um, the girls like sing it. They use, like use a light upper register, like more head voice sounding stuff or mixed, and it sounds really good. Um, but and like the only thing is about this song, I think because it is sandwiched between two such memorable songs that this one is often the most forgettable song for me on the album. Um, maybe because the like the instrumental isn't as like bombastic or as not interesting, but there's I guess it's just not as busy. So I often do like forget about it, or I just want to listen to Yepi Yepi and Lucid Dream a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still like when I do listen to it on its own, I do like find like this is a good song. It's a really good song. Mm-hmm. It's just that like I love listening to albums straight through, and it's like. Yuppie Yuppie is just such a strong impact. And then I get to this, I'm like, I just want to get to Lucid Dream. So that's yep. where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry. Yep, yep. Yuppie Yuppie. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. What did I write down? This song's like very prominent in sound and energy. If I, I, I brought up Blackpink earlier. This one might be the most Blackpinky of songs to me. At least the intro is. Because um, you have both like the Lisa-like like rapping like rap talking happening at the background with the um um who would be singing beautiful rosé maybe uh i don't know i don't know i don't know who the rosé equivalent in this song is um maybe if somebody's in a car crying or like <laughs> running away from the car crying with a flowy white dress or something like that um we'll see if there's a music video for the song um but yeah uh i i brought it i talked about it I think with Savage or um, uh, I I I energy, um, but this song, this song I feel like it it does feel like the most um, well suited for all four members of this group. I, I think this um, this arrangement wise for me is uh, still all over the place. It's not as it's not the cacophony that we were used to, but it's still it pulls and it 
and like it pulls you in all sorts of different directions. Um, um, the what's a good moment that I love? I think were you talking about Alan Mark the pre-chorus? Uh, yes. The part that's like. Uh, yeah yeah that part yeah that that and then like it 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 like brings you to this comfortable space and then it it hits you with that chorus with the um the and then it's just like uh what i'm just saying sounds now that's how i review songs (laughs) (laughs) after a year i just say sounds i was like i like this part that sounds like this um yeah i I don't know what else I want to say. This this to me is a very very great great song by itself. But yes, I completely agree. If you sandwich it between Yep Yep and Loose Dream, it's hard to pick it over those other two songs. But uh, for this album, I would just I don't think I listened to the album uh, through that often. I was like really focusing on each song, and so when I did that, the same effect with Savage happened where I. I found myself actually very much enjoying this song um, more than I did initially. Uh, Steven, uh, was this song iconic for you? I actually would place this uh, towards the bottom. Or I mean, I did like <laughs> it, but I, maybe totally. it was my yeah. least favorite on the, the album. Um, but I think uh, I'll start off by... I guess it's my turn to talk about one of the producers or writers of this this track. Uh, This one was co-written by Sophie Curtis, Mm -hmm. who uh, also co-wrote the original Next Level. And she also is known by, uh, or she goes by Aston as her like stage name, or I guess previously Aston Wilde as the original performer of Next Level as well. So I really like that she came back to write a song for Espa, like specifically or brought back for, for Espa. So that's really nice that she was part of what like helped uh, Espa really make it this year. And then they uh, continued to work with her. And just as a little side note, I was looking at the charts this week and uh, Savage bumped uh next level out of the top five so like (laughs) next level is still like super like popular in in off the yeah this was the melon charts and like it's still there this is like iu level thanks Um, to juhyun just singing it (laughs) on labor now um but yeah some of the the things about the song well i already mentioned like the pre-chorus i probably my favorite part to me, it reminded me a bit of the pre-chorus from Red Velvet Psycho mm-hmm. because it is it does have that like higher register. Um, and this was, or in the, in this song, it was Winter and Ning Ning doing it. Uh, I, I think most of it each time, um, and they sounded great. Uh, I agree that the chorus was cool, but like not too special. Um, but I did also love the boom 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 part. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really fun. Um, yeah, um, another pretty bridge on this. And then in the second verse, there's that cool part where they were like alternating a singing line and then, or like a rap line, and then Winter would sing and then they'd rap. And th- I thought that sounded cool. But I mean, it's a good song, but again, uh, what you guys are saying about its placement and 
uh, in the sequence of the songs. It doesn't stand out as much. Okay. Almar, do you have anything else? Or are you ready to talk about the final track? Uh, I think for this, like you mentioned, like you you hear uh, Blackpink in it. This one sounds a lot more itsy to me, if anything. I think if there I was there, mm-hmm. if I had to compare, even though I'd rather not, um, I do get like more itsy vibes from Espa's music than I do Blackpink. Maybe because they are a lot more melodic uh, or like vocally driven versus mm-hmm. Blackpink's more instrumentally driven stuff. But um but yeah, like I could, like I feel like Leah's voice would fit this song really well too. Um, but yeah, I, I like to, like in my head, I refer to like, or think of Espa being like, it's the arrangements, but in a minor key or something like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I am ready to talk about the next song. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So, final track of this album. Track number six, Lucid Dream. This was, like I said, very obviously going to be my favorite song on the album. I'm now that we've come to this point, I'm curious to know do you guys which what which song is your favorite off this album? Yeah. This, this one. one. It's this also one. My, <laughs> it's yeah. this one. It's hands yes. down this one. Thank you. All right. We end we end on a wonderful, beautiful hat trick. Let's let's go. Let's let's I'm so happy that we get to end um our episode this way. Um uh Alan Mark, please tell the audience, the listeners, who produced and wrote and oh, who man. who was part of this song. These let's names, start there. Let's uh, start there. Uh I'll end with the one that I think is like the most notable, but you got <sighs> Kill Dave, who also uh, Corrode Energy. Uh, Pat Morrissey also Corrode Energy. Um, Paul Famous, Marcus Lomax, and I think most notably Haley Kiyoko helped write this song, which is incredible. And we already know how great she is as a songwriter. Yeah. So, yeah, that's <laughs> like when I saw that too, I was like, okay, I knew. Um, like after Coach and Sendo, and I saw Haley Kyoga, like this is the other song I need to keep an eye out for. And again, did not did not disappoint. This song did not miss at no. all. It is okay. Um just start you guys just start fire off. Just fire off elements that you love. I'll 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 start off first. Um let's just let's just talk about that like very um very Beautifully, like, phalanged synth at the very beginning. I don't even know mm. if I'm using the right term. Just the part that's, like, the really wavy synth at the very beginning. Like, th- th- when that's, like, the first, like, thing that hits for the song. Like, the very first note. I knew from that very first note, I was in. Like, this is my favorite song. I'm just, like, this is, like, SMR&B to a T. And it's just, like... SMR and B does not miss for sure. It's just, it's so good. They're, <laughs> I don't know. They, they just choose the correct producers to write the R and B for their artists, and it's just this is very much giving me not like Red Velvet vibes, but like the when I heard um, uh, Bad Boy, mm-hmm. um, like the, the same feelings where it's just like mm-hmm. this is gonna be 
a smash. Like this is going to be… I'm going to be listening to this song four to five years from now still. Like it's… And that's just the first note. That's that's all it took for me to just get… Like I had that wave, that rush of feeling. And I was like, oh, I don't even need to listen to the rest of this song. I already know I love it. Um, okay, you guys go. Just, just fire it off. Fire off. Yeah. Um, like I, lo- I also love that synth. At the beginning, it made me think of GWSN's song that I really love. Yes. I Can't Breathe. Yes. Um, <laughs> Perfect. It, which I think… Uh, more people should appreciate. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's another group. Um, I love that they brought back some of the like spaceship sounds for this. I love it. It's cool. Um, and to, there's another synth too that has like… It's more like staticky effect on it. Or, and that was… I really love that. It came in I think in the second verse. And it was I think a perfect choice. Um, oh my gosh. I don't know. But like vocally the song… Or I guess the whole tone is a little… Calmer than the rest of the album. Definitely and more mid tempo. Nice yeah. Way, yeah. To a nice change um, from everything else. And they, I think vocally they all sounded great too. Um, yeah, but go ahead. Um, oh, man. Uh, you're, okay, you're talking about vocals. So this kind of leads great into my, my note. So it's kind of a big one. So uh, I saw this one TikTok first before I even heard the song from user K Chilla. And that it, it basically just was stating that this song is a Luna song. This sounds like a Luna song and that it should have been on like uh, Luna the Ballad <laughs> because that's a scrapped project, well, at least currently. It's like yeah. almost like when Lee Suman was helping produce the Hash and Midnight albums. <laughs> he snuck into Blackberry's archives and took instrumentals that were supposed to be yeah. meant for Odd Eye Circle or Luna the Ballad mm. and stuff like that. So it's... Like, I can't stop having to imagine, like, Kim Lip or Cherry singing on these songs, these, like, these parts. Especially… They've got to cover it. I think got to, yeah. Or, like, even the chorus. Imagine Cherry, Gowan, or Olivia Hayes singing those lines mm-hmm. in the chorus. It's, like, oh. that. that's, like, how I think of this song now. But, but… The Espa, the girls <laughs> now in, I want to think the girls in Espa like sing this perfectly like it's their song and they they, they do a really great job with the arrangement with the uh, but yeah that that TikTok got into my head and now I can't unhear. <laughs> well, um, I want to also echo that second verse synth that happens um, because I think that's what sold it for me. Like that's what really put the final nail in the coffin. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't like pinpoint what was going on. I had to listen to the second verse over and over again, and it just it was this like, um, you said staticky. I was yeah, I, saying words like distorted, yeah. like as if it was hacked or like corrupted. Ooh, ED hacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. It's because it, it, it just had this like, it had this um, element to it where it. Sonically, was it didn't sound good, but it sounded great being tied with the the rest of the song. It was almost like, um, uh, like a you were like infected or like so this person had like the, or this portion of the song had like a virus, and so mm. it would try to come out, um, correct or beautifully, but then there would be like this, you know, this jagged sound like in the back of your head going like, wait, what is that? Like why? It because the first. Uh, the first verse 
that 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 synth sounds great. Sounds dreamy and beautiful. And then and then it gives you again that grimy feeling, that icky like like wait, there's it's beautiful, but like not haunting. It's like weird. Like and that's at that moment I realized, wow, this song is beautiful. This song is like well produced. It this just this one instrument is it has this lasting effect on me. Um yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't I, I'm listening to it right now in my head and I'm just like it's so nice. Um but okay. in, in the in the pre-course that follows it, in the second verse, they also add these sort of trippy harmonies that oh, I love this kind of so it, it's so it's so cool, it's so captivating. And I just keep going back and like what like what are they? <laughs> it's so interesting. Um yeah, so many interesting like vocal choices especially with that the section that's all like uh, an effect like the post mm-hmm. it's kind of the post chorus but it's, it's the same like verse it's the same as the chorus essentially but i guess it's like is it ning ning's part or i i don't know it that, that really that altered voice it's really really cool uh I love the little like chopped up sample that they pitched up and down. That was great. Perfect mm-hmm. pitching. The yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. what it was like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they sing that section again, like yeah, without that mm-hmm. effect. Um, yeah, so good. Yeah. I think one note that's really interesting. Every other song of this album, we mentioned how the bridge is like oh, such yes. a nice like softness compared to the rest yeah. of the song. But this is like the exact opposite where yep. uh, the song is like mellow, it's calm, you feel like you're floating. And then the bridge just like turns everything upside down. Giselle's speaking in English and then the instrumental like synths are just like climbing on top of each other doing weird things. I thought that was really interesting. But- yeah. Good point. Um, when when she, when Giselle was talking, I was thinking of the end of X by Chunga when she also oh talking. yeah it, like it it sounded really similar to me. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm just I just I'm sorry if I'm not talking right now because I'm just enjoying the song again. It's in so my good. Headphones. It is so good. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is just fantastically smooth. Yeah. The, the the arrangement is beautiful. Just right amount of instruments. It's it's great. I I um I I also wrote the notes like a lucid dream. This song takes you on a surreal journey mm-hmm. um, as if you're floating into beautiful space that's what i that's that's just a great way for me to sum this song up and um yeah i would just leave the song and repeat Uh, even though i should have been listening to the other songs for the commentary i just found myself wanting to just keep listening to this song over and over again and it's a long song too but it feels like it ends so short or like so soon so um long being like yeah, <laughs> three minutes <laughs> nowadays. Yeah, it's like oh my three god, it's half, over yeah. three minutes. Yeah, so that's all yeah. I really want to say. Yeah. I don't. There's nothing more for me to say. It's a great song. One one more note I have is um, just the way the song sounds. Like when I was listening to it, 
in especially in the chorus, I felt like I could really hear clear voices left, right, and mm. center. So it's like it wow. was really full, and I just I loved how full it sounded. It it's really cool. I just can't like how did that meeting happen? It was like Haley, you're like going like, hey, I want to make some K-pop. It might have like, been. They wrote the song beforehand, and then somehow through connections, it got to like SM's like A and R team. That and makes then sense. They're like, yeah. "Oh, we want this song would great, we're great with Espa." So they probably bought it off of the writers to um, that makes sense to record and stuff. So, but cool. yeah, all right. Well, thanks, thanks, um, <laughs> thank you uh, for that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good, guys. Should we? Uh, let's wrap it up. Let's do a last call, I guess. You guys ready to to end our final episode? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I don't remember what I said at the end of our Black Bomba discussion, um, but I, if I remember correctly. I was very excited for this group and I was very excited to see um, how their sound would evolve. And I'm happy to say that it has transformed into far greater than what I ever could have thought of. It's just, they have unlocked, um, they're very much in the same wheelhouse as NCT where it's just, their sound is so futuristic that I'm not ready for it. And... Um, who knows if we're going to come back to this very like electronic housey type style again with just very bombastic sounds. I mean, we're already there with Stray Kids. Um, if, well, if that's like, you know, horns and anyway, what I'm trying to say is, um, this is not your prototypical retro disco funky sound. This is very much a futuristic sound and I'm all here for it. It is so good. I am... I am still, um, I am still a fan, and if I am cutting off, it's okay because uh, my recording is still okay. I don't know; it seemed like I was delayed a little bit, but, um, but yes, I, 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 this is this is going to be a powerhouse of a group already, already iconic. Um, to to pull one of the songs, it's just so so happy and proud of them. So, um, let's, uh, I'm, I'm excited for, I'm excited for all their future releases. I'm going to be looking out like, like monster rookie group for sure. So yeah, technically they're, do we count them as a rookie yeah. group? Because I usually they haven't count, had their year. I usually just count like the first three releases as like. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. This counts as the third then? Yeah. Gotcha. So monster rookie group um who should i i i can uh, do it yeah um, yeah, do it okay i just okay yeah like this was a really a really good strong like first mini album for this group it it's so well put together and uh, a really cohesive listen um from beginning to end um even we still got to hear different sounds and different different like styles uh that shows that they can 
do more than the like the tone they established with Black Mamba and Next Level. Uh, so I I do really like Espa's music and I don't remember what I said either last year, but I think I was feeling like I was going to pay attention to them because they're an SM girl group. Um, but I was probably going to kind of write off <laughs> like everything else. Like that wasn't going to be that important to me. But the, uh, now I'm like, I'm like all in <laughs> on this entire concept. It It's a, an extremely ambitious project and it seems like Espa right now is a focal point of it and a lot is like hinging on their story in the whole universe um so I am super (laughs) I am super excited about what's next for them um musically uh what's next for their the for Kwanya this whole story um it will be fascinating to follow so far they've shown a lot of continuity musically and visually which has been great to see and again so much credit i think has to be given to everyone involved in the the creative side of this like it it is a full project um that i I, i'm glad that they have the resources to pull it off um and i i am also glad that like Espa is able to do all of the normal idol stuff too. Mm. That's a big. I think that's a big part of it. Um, so yeah, it. I I have quickly like become a a my I guess or mm. is that what we're called? Yeah, my my um yeah M Y all really, uppercase. <laughs> yeah. So and this was this was a great great album. Mm-hmm. Dang, you should end it on you. But oh. uh, I think for me, I think I was probably the most cautious after Black Mamba and like not really like committing. I I think I you was, definitely were. I remember that. Yeah, sure. I was definitely like not as in on it yet because I think I was still cynical about the whole SMCU stuff. Uh, the sound wasn't like my favorite because I like very vocally driven yeah. music. And that song was a lot more just like synths in the chorus kind of stuff. So, um, and Next Level also took a lot of time to grow on me. Uh, but now I like cannot stop listening to it. I cannot stop yelling those the lyrics. But I think my biggest takeaway with this album is like, it's just so great to hear them do songs that are like outside of SMCU lore. Like from uh, I'll Make You Cry and Down. Uh, because... They're so good. Like the songs that they chose are just so good. And all four of them like sound great on them too. From like vocals definitely. And then the rapping too. Like they do a really good job. Um, I think it like those songs being um, sort of out of the lore context helps us connect to the music a lot easier. So that's why some of those were my favorite just from that aspect. Um, but even still, like, I think these were probably the best MC, uh, SMCU lore songs that we've had yet, too. Like, Energy, especially. I, I, I adore Energy. So, um, yeah. I think, like, really, this EP, I think, had made me a fan now of the music, as long as they stay consistent with, like, like just the quality of songs they, they, that the, their art direction team, the A&R team, decide to pick for these four I guess the four eyes also, but the four real girls for sure. 
so yeah, I'm very much looking forward to what SM decides to do because I know they like changing up sound every now and then too because like it's not going to be sounding like this throughout their entire career. We're going to hear a lot of changes too. And if they're as forward-thinking and sound-forward as they are right now, I'm excited to see what is going to come up like two, three years down the line. I forgot to stop the recording. I know. (laughs) (laughs) What a great way to end our uh, final episode with me yet again forgetting to record. It's uh, it's a positive recording. All right. Well, thank you guys. Well said all around. Um, Yeah. Do we... um, Do we have anything to say for our final episode, any season one talk, anything besides, I mean, I know we did one at the top where we talked about how great of a journey it was and everything, but like, is there, do you, do you have anything, any standout memories? I know, I don't think I thought of it, but if you can think of anything really quickly at the top of your head, um, I I can't, I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> I already of, mentioned. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. I already mentioned the the Brave Girls game, but watching, <laughs> like, just experiencing that live as we're going through the answers and just seeing Chuck, yeah. like, <laughs> that he couldn't believe. <laughs> like, that was just, iconic. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really fun. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah. yeah, the games have, like, I, I can't think of my favorite game right now but they've been such a highlight mm-hmm. I think for I, I don't know if they're great for the audience but it helps <laughs> me stay energized for the podcast it just it just jolts me up again and I can finish it off because I know for some of these podcasts that are like two three hours long like it just does I can tell like the <laughs> the hosts are just like waning in their energy but like I, I always find myself just re-energized when we come back from break oh yeah absolutely um yeah what what are some great moments yeah. i for me personally i loved coming up with um all the puns mm-hmm. it, there were some that I, that were stretches but some uh my favorite was i think 17 17 was a great uh the first 17 uh semicolon i think that was a fantastic that that was me firing on all cylinders for uh both of your puns um i think uh yeah, I think I think once I've realized I think that's that's been such a great part about this journey is finding our rhythm or you know finding the things that make how you can eat how you can eat. Um just just the little quirks that we do, little um little like almost like weekly rituals it's, it seems like it's just it it's it feels weird when I don't host or don't say <laughs> round rounding out the big three like when i think of steven that's all i think about now i think of the one from nyc so <laughs> it's just like it's just it's been it's been a great great journey um i don't think we have anything to announce yet for season two um uh but maybe steven do you have uh, how how far along are you in our um actually no we'll just we'll leave it as a surprise uh, um, okay yeah, yeah, we'll leave it as a surprise. Uh, but I, I don't know what, what do you guys want? What do you guys are? What are you looking forward to for season two? Like just big dreams right now. 
Like big hopes and dreams. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can start. I, I hope we have more guests. Like I would Ooh, love yes. to collaborate. Oh my god, yes. That was with, really fun. Uh, yeah. Man. I would uh, love to… We, we, we had a chance to um, bring on two of our really good friends. Uh, Sam and Julia from uh, Good Enough For Us. Um, but there are a lot of other amazing voices out there in not only the um, podcast world but or the, the yeah podcast world but like the k-pop world and that's a big dream i would love to have more cameos from um, more more collabs like i think that's for season 2 now that we've had a year under our belt i'm sure we can we we have a system we have a good like a good uh, process so mm-hmm. i'm i'm hoping we can get more more people yes. um, gotta start reaching out. <laughs> yeah, Alamark is Alamark's our official um, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it. Our 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 outreach, our social outreach. Yeah, person, I'm, coordinator, manager. I, I got that Zeno glossy. <laughs> <laughs> you got that Santa Claus. <laughs> Um, another thing I would love to do more uh, live shows, live recordings. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'll I'll have hopefully a more um, established studio. Um, I know I'm in the closet right now, but I've been <laughs> ramping up my production game. I'll have transitions. I'll have music videos going on in the background when we mm. talk about them. All sorts of things. So big things planned for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll we'll. We'll, we'll we'll brainstorm some more for you guys, but definitely a lot to look forward to. Um, we're gonna come back only in a week from now. Uh, who'd have thought? Yep. You figure we'd be taking a hiatus or something? Nope. Um, that was in September. <laughs> um, but we we will uh, we we are very very happy to have been your leaders for season one, and uh, it has been a fantastic journey and. Season two is going to be even better. So um, we are very excited and we can't wait. Um, So, but for today's episode, we just wanted to thank you for uh, choosing to dine with us for today and all the other uh, days that you chose to dine with us. And so we really hope you enjoyed not only this meal, but every single meal that we were able to serve up for the past year. Um, and speaking of, please make sure to check those episodes out. They they are still relevant. They are not um, a moment in time. You can go ahead and listen to them. None of, none of the talk was very of the moment. Uh, you can go ahead and if you find out like, oh, hey, I like this uh, group, that uh, this K-pop group. Maybe there's a episode of, of How You Can Eat. Most likely we have covered that group. We've we've done a good job of covering some of the big releases. Um, so if you need a way to catch up and figure out what and see like just in case you were living under a rock or in a cave or you're frozen in ice, um you need to find out the past year in K pop, please uh, just go ahead and listen look at our episodes. We um we talked about a lot of great releases. Um, so go ahead and do that. And um, listen to it on all, like I said, on all of your favorite podcast platforms and leave us a good tip as well. We love uh, reading that stuff, especially on Amazon Music. You can follow us on all the socials at How You Can Eat. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And there's still time. Season two has not started yet. Steven is waiting for that first email, first fan mail to be uh, dropped into our um, email, howyoucaneat at gmail.com. 
if it doesn't matter who you are, you can be his mom, you can be one of our significant others, you can be a complete stranger who thought this uh, this podcast was actually the album um, on Spotify, and you were like, "Oh, whoops! It's a podcast. I meant to listen to the actual album." Um, not that you would get to this point. <laughs> 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 I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast yeah. for two hours expecting the album, <laughs> good on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a really long intro. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I like this song. They seem to like it. This <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> uh, all track number one. Um, yes. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I just don't want to leave this moment. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 a weird feeling to end something and start something anew, uh, but it's just going to be like business as usual <laughs> next week anyway. Um, but it still feels feels monumental to me. Um, so um, cap it off with a the best email you can send, <laughs> Stephen. Please, please. All right. So for Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our absolute pleasure being your leaders this past year. Uh, But for now, so long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See you. Alan, Mark, Encyclopedia, Stephen, brings the specials, Buffet, thank you listeners, Chuck Chuck, first-gen producer. (laughs) See y'all in season two. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> <laughs>